0: Hello and welcome to the second mini episode. So today I want to be talking a little bit about body image from the first episode. I was going to do this in uh, last week's place, but I was feeling a little under the weather, so didn't really want to talk on the microphone too much. But it's going to be a bit weird today because I haven't really devised a script or what I'm going to be talking about. I just know that that's the topic and I'll see how it goes. So this is kind of just me being me. Which is a little scary to put out on the internet <laughs> so the few things that i wanted to talk about was just kind of body image statistics uh why people are so concerned with it and just a lot of things that have been happening recently especially with um tv shows like i think it's naked attraction and love island which honestly i'm not really a fan it's a bit fake if i have to say anything um I I mean they call it reality T V show, but there's further it couldn't be further from the truth. It is just absolute fake. The uh, body ideals that are put on the shows are just uh, messed up considering the fact that hardly anybody's like that. I think um I think recently the show has done fifty fifty on people who have applied to the show and people who've been sought out by the show think there was one guy who kept getting sought out for three years or so and kept declining it because he didn't want to be known as that A guy who's just going on the show to promote teeth whitening stuff because the main reason why these kind of shows work, these models work, all this advertising works is because you have to make people not like the way they look so that they would buy your product. It's very strange so like anti-aging cream you have the shows have the ad- the adverts have to make you not like the way that you look if you have wrinkles or stuff like that and then it tries to make you buy their products to stop that from happening. It's quite weird because it's perfectly natural to get wrinkles and there's nothing wrong with them. It's like, it actually reminds me of a story of when I was at the hairdressers. I was in there once, and she mentioned the fact that I had some grey hairs in my head. And, um, which personally I love. And I was saying to her, I was like, I really love the fact that I can get grey hairs. And like, when I'm older, I hope to have, you know, streaks of grey with the brown. Like, um, my mum has uh, grey, silver, pretty much every colour. It's crazy. And um, I would love to have, like, streaks of white and grey and brown in my hair and it looked quite cool to be honest and then there was this uh, middle-aged lady who sat next to me and she um, was getting her hair dyed and she just kind of looked at me and laughed and was like and here we are spending loads of money trying to get our hair dyed to a more natural colour just to make ourselves feel good and I was kind of shocked at that moment because it was it's a strange uh, interaction you can have when somebody realizes something about themselves maybe that they're spending all this money to try and look attractive to social ideals when really it doesn't matter because the only person that really defines how attractive we are is ourselves and well our relationship partners most likely because they're the ones that we really want to attract and I find that quite troubling especially because the fact with relationship partners if you are putting on all this cakes and cakes and makeup, I mean makeup's fine, you can wear whatever you want and dyeing your hair to a different color, doing all this I mean sure there's that point of expressing yourself in a different way but then there's also that insecurity about yourself, so using makeup, hair dye uh, fake tan, I think a lot of guys use this as well so this is unisex and It's that point of masking up parts of yourself that you don't like just to try and attract somebody. I've heard so many people say that they don't want anybody seeing how they look in the morning because it looks awful without their makeup on, without their dress on, without their hair done for an hour and all this lot. And it's just a bit crazy because the person that you're going to end up with is going to accept how you look because they're generally attracted to how you look no matter what. It's this point of your personality and everything kind of molds together sure physical attraction has a large bit to do with it but is making yourself look a bit fake on the first second or third date worth finding somebody because if you're going to do that and the person likes you for how you physically look then it's going to be a little bit of a troublesome later on in the relationship because they're all going to expect you to have this unrealistic standard of beauty when you may just want to be comfortable in yourself. I know it sounds a bit bad like I'm judging everybody, but trust me, I'm not. It's You can wear whatever you want. If it makes you feel comfortable, do it. That's the point I'm making, and lots of people are making themselves uncomfortable. I mean, I was out for a drink with a good friend of mine, and this um. They said that their belt was uncomfortable, and I was like, well, why are you wearing that belt? And it's like, it's fashion. And I'm just going, it's it's a bit weird, because surely you'd want to make yourself feel comfortable rather than uncomfortable but attractive, when you're most likely going to be attractive either way. Because, I mean, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and that's um, Dungeons & Dragons reference, but not really. I just like to say it is, because <laughs> I'm a bit of a nerd. And it's it's very odd, and it got me thinking, like, why do people buy into this? And so there was um, a psychologist called Festinger, because uh, obviously I'm interested in psychology since I'm taking psychology as a degree. He kind of came up with this social comparison theory. Now this is the first time I've actually seen this, to be honest, so I'm reading it off psychology today. And it basically states that individuals determine their own social and personal worth based on how they stack up against others that they can perceive. So they look at others and go, am I as thin of them? Am I as attractive as them? Uh, What are they doing better than I am? And then you compare yourself against them. So, humans in general are kind of have that ability to self reflect. We have the ability to change how we are at all. But when it comes to comparing to others, it can go very negatively. So, with Love Island, you have all these models coming on who have no roles in flesh. Um, No, (laughs) they have like perfect six packs, or they have they're just pretty much the social ideal. And I'm using air quotation marks there, which you can't see because um, this is an audio thing. (laughs) (laughs) So it kind of results in a bit where humans are constantly evaluating themselves against others. So you have this perfect ideal on shows like Love Island and Naked Attraction and all this lot. And you kind of look at them. I think there was a bunch of tweets that were going out where, in like 2018, with some of the new seasons of Love Island, where there were a bunch of girls going, "Does anybody else want to starve themselves after watching Love Island?" And it's like, "Oh my God, what are we doing to this? Because we're still promoting all these shows, and it's uh, it's just awful." Like, it's causing so many issues. I think there was a survey going around saying that uh, so many people had issues with their self-body image and 35% of people said that it was because of shows like Love Island and Naked Attraction. And it's really weird because why are these shows still so popular even though they're causing so much uh, depression, self-harming, self-deprecating and all this lot? I mean, if I had to hazard a guess, it's because there is a part of society where people like to watch others who are more physically attractive than them, and they like to have this kind of drama. Let me know what you think about that, because it's kind of a confusing situation. I would love to know why people want to watch it, because it's a very strange show, and especially because how much... Uh, pain and suffering it can cause it's weird how it gets so many views and as much as i want to hazard a guess on this uh, mini episode of why that is i have no professional expertise in this area so i think i would end up lying or giving a misinformed view on it so i don't want to hazard guess but if you do have an idea of why just let me know down in the comments send me a direct message uh, if you would like to talk to me on a mini episode or something like that just send me a message and maybe we can arrange something um but a little i'll go for a little bit longer but with a bit more of this uh social comparison theory it's very strange because uh, there's some research research that shows that people who regularly compare themselves to others have more negative feelings even though it's kind of biologically and psychologically there that we would compare ourselves to others it's very harming to ourselves because it gives us like feelings of guilt and remorse and gives like destructive behaviors like those people who were tweeting saying that they don't want to eat anything after watching love island it's a bit crazy and considering the range of what people look like in real life you have people from Really good physical attraction to people who are probably feel like they're less physically attractive because maybe they're a little overweight or they are just too small, too tall, to anything like that based on their physicalities. I think in school, a lot of people were saying about their eyebrows, and my response was always kind of like, It's no, nobody's looking at your eyebrows. What's I don't understand. Uh, I had to have somebody explain that to me, actually, which was a bit of an eye-opener. But it is still it is still kind of sad, because you get people who compare themselves against others, and especially teenagers. I think more teenagers are self-harming nowadays. And it's because people don't know how to properly communicate how they personally feel about themselves and others. So... You'll get a lot of teenagers who will stop bullying other people. You'll get them to... Who basically just take the mick out of any of who... That's my dog. Just um, having a nice dream there. You okay, boy? Bless him. He's been um, having a bit of a tough time with this heatwave. But there's this point of where teenagers are comparing themselves to others. They're bullying people who maybe don't have the perfect ideal because they... I mean, I used to get bullied because I... Actually, no, that's a bad example. I knew somebody who used to get picked on kind of because they wouldn't pull their skirt all the way up, which is a bit weird, and it's going against... Yeah, it's a bit weird. I'm just going to say that. But it's that point of which it doesn't fit into everybody else. But then those people who pick on it when they're on their own, they'll say... You know, I wish I could do what you do and not give a damn what anybody else thinks. Because they're going for these trends that are socially acceptable rather than doing what they want to do, what makes them feel good, just because that's what society dictates. And I think the worst part about it is that it's pretty much universally seen as uncomfortable. And so nobody likes it, but for some reason it's popular and everybody's just lying when they're in groups and they don't know how to properly communicate the fact that this isn't what makes them feel good and you can say that men nowadays don't have the proper ability to communicate their feelings but then nobody really does because otherwise you wouldn't see like a rise in self-harming because a lot of i know it's not the case for everything but a lot of self-harming cases are done because they don't know how to express those sort of feelings and they need to get it out in some shape or form. Uh, At least that's the experience of some psychologists that I've spoken to about it. And it's everybody needs to learn how to express their feelings on certain things. I think the best way to do this is to probably seek professional help um, I think seeing a therapist is probably the most healthiest thing that you can do. Uh, certain types of therapies and therapists probably aren't the best. So like psychotherapy is more um, looking at how can they make money rather than how can they make people better. That's not the case for every psychotherapist out there. Um, but it's, it's that type of industry and culture. So you'll need to just talk to somebody, find a friend who knows how to get you to express your feelings, learn from each other. You need somebody to mirror off. It's this point of, I mean, I have a few friends that I can mirror off. That's why I started this podcast, so I can mirror feelings and just opinions off from people. So if you guys have an opposing opinion, put it down in the comments, send me a direct message. I'd love to have a chat with you because it's... That point of learning more about people, learning more about yourself and just giving that appreciation and love to yourself because it's hard to love other people when you don't really love yourself and I think that's a large problem with relationships nowadays is that a lot of them are, it's in there for a need and so if you have a need from a relationship, so a need to be loved by somebody that relationship isn't going to be the healthiest and if you have a need to be loved by somebody it means you don't love yourself because that need is trying to fill a gap that you're missing and if you learn to love yourself then you'll be a lot happier you'll be able to probably fight peer pressure a lot better because from what I hear from different people when they're on their own social things don't make them happy and it's crazy why they don't do what makes them happy so if anybody out there is struggling with any body image issues you can send me a message if you want or you can send a message to or you can call up the samaritans samaritans are absolutely amazing i'm starting with them in september which should be a lot of fun and i hope you all have a great day a great week and i'll see you in the next mini episode hope you enjoyed this one it's been a bit over the place but That's what I get for not writing a plan. I guess. (laughs) All right. See ya.